Welcome to Money Grows on Trees. Money does grow on trees. A podcast full of practical, real-life money lessons that you wish you learned in school. Lloyd is a former lawyer turned lifestyle entrepreneur. In each episode, he'll be answering the tough questions around money, investing, and entrepreneurship to help you transform your money mindset and move you closer to achieving your financial goals. Now, let the class begin. Here's your host, Lloyd Ross. Hey, welcome back to the show. My name is Lloyd Ross and this is Money Grows on Trees podcast. And this episode is all about goal setting and vision. Goal setting and vision. What has this got to do with money? What's it got to do with wealth and entrepreneurship? Absolutely everything. If you don't have a vision or a goal, you will not get there uh, because it doesn't exist. So you can't get there. Right? The old saying goes, if you don't have a plan or you don't have a goal, every path will lead you there. So it means that if you jump in a car to go somewhere and you don't put the destination in the GPS, you just drive around until you run out of petrol. And and if you want to get somewhere when it comes to your money, you want to get somewhere somewhere where it comes to your wealth and your success in your business, whatever it might be, you've got to have a goal. All right. You've definitely got to have a goal, a measurable goal to move towards um, because otherwise life comes at you instead of you going at life. And too many people are in reaction mode and not not proactive mode. And so to be proactive, to become wealthy, to become rich, you've got to have goals and you've got to have a vision of what your life, what you want your life to look like. I saw, I read this quote the other day. It said, um, if you don't have a five year plan on what your life want, what you want your life to look like, then you're already there. So if you don't have a plan for the next five years or a goal or a vision for your life, then you are actually already there because your life is going to look very similar in five years' time. And I, I talk to so many people that want to be super wealthy. They want to have $10 million, They want to be financially independent. They want to be financially free. They can see themselves you know, on some sort of um, exotic island, sipping cocktails, not working past 60 or 50 or 40. They've got these visions kind of in their mind, but they've got absolutely no plan, no goals. And they end up turning towards their goals when they hit 50 or 60. And that's fine, but get your plan together sooner than that. Don't be on the reactive end. You've really got to get your money goals and your wealth goals sorted as soon as possible, which includes writing them down. So so you can only get wealthy if you have a goal to be wealthy and a vision. So when I was uh, younger, I read uh, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I read The Richest Man in Babylon, two early books in my teens, And I guess I had this vision that I wanted to be financially free, that I didn't really want to work unless I had to, because frankly, I didn't like work. I still don't really like work. I mean, (laughs) I love it now because I I love what I do, but I have the choice now to work, and that's what I love, and I love what I do, and and I, I guess I don't feel like I'm working ever, which is why I love it so much. So what I didn't want to do is work for someone else in a job I didn't like, for people I didn't like, for a cause that I didn't like, and... You know, I didn't want to commute. Not just the whole working office office thing or, or, or brutal shift work. It just didn't uh, appeal to me. I was like, ugh, couldn't imagine doing that till I was 60, right? What a mallard. What a horrific way to live life on earth when you only get one life. So I had this vision that I wanted to be independent. I had this vision that I had wanted to have money coming to me in passive income, all right? And so our wealth goals are all around passive income, buying assets that produce income, that then allow us to be financially independent and free. So 
that's the vision I had and I carried it with me. No matter what I was doing, I was always working to make money to then invest it. It's like, you're going to invest this because you're going to get money back. And you're, you're, I was going to build this life of financial independence. What am I, 37 now, almost 38 in, in a week. And I'm sitting here on a Monday and this morning I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to sleep in today. <laughs> so we went to the gym at 9.45 instead of 7.45. And, um, and what is it now? 2.30 in the afternoon, I'm sitting here looking outside my window. Not many people on the river. It's quiet. And it's Monday. I'm not commuting anywhere. I'm not in a job I don't like. And I'm like, I'm living my vision. It's a, it's amazing. It's so much fun. But that's the vision that I had. And my wife, Alicia, uh, when we started out one of our first businesses together, um, we had this vision and it carried us forward. And it continues to carry us forward. We've got a greater vision we want to achieve. And so unless you have a vision, nothing's going to compel you to get going faster. You know, nothing's going to compel you to read books, to jump on calls, to do courses, to to invest, to work harder, to invest, to get ahead and then be able to step out of your job. Nothing's going to get you there. And, you know, unless you have a vision, you won't get there. So what 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 sort of goals do you set and what sort of vision do you cast for yourself and how do you do that? So that's what I want to help you with on this podcast. The goal I initially had in terms of financial goals was to get to $100,000 in savings or investments, okay? Like a hundred grand. That's the first and hardest, biggest goal. How did I do that? I first got to $10,000. $10,000 doesn't take that long, which is great. So you want to have goals of $10,000 first, then $100,000, and then a million dollars. Okay, now the million takes a lot longer because you've got to have patience and compound interest helping you and it does take a lot longer, right? But the 10,000 doesn't take that long. Most people can get to 10,000. But what they do is they then sort of like have a buffer. They're like, oh, I've got 10,000 cash. I'm going to go traveling. I'm going to go party or whatever. The thing is you've got to, there's an old saying that says before enlightenment, chop wouldn't carry water. After enlightenment, chop wouldn't carry water. So once you get to the 10,000, what do you do? You do it again. Once you get to 20,000, what do you do? You do it again. Get to 30,000, what do you do? You do it again. You do it again. You don't let things, shiny objects or emotions take you off track to moving towards your first $100,000. And unless you've got it like crystal clear in your head that you're going to 100 grand, you won't get there. Once you get to 100,000, what do you do to get to a million? Simple, chop wood and carry water. You do the same thing again and again and again and again. And, um, there's no sexy way of doing it. It takes sacrifice, discipline, time, effort, and you need to go against the grain of what everyone else is doing. That's the key to wealth. Be a contrarian. Do what others don't do so you can have what others don't have. You've seen that saying on Instagram go around. It's true, right? So just make sure you stay, you manage your ego. As you're getting more money, you manage your ego. And your savings or your net worth is the difference between your, your income and your ego. <laughs> that's what uh, Morgan Housel talks about in his book, The Psychology of Money. So that you've got to have these physical, achievable money goals, right? That's the first thing. But the other thing you've got to have when it comes to your vision is why you're wanting to have the money. Like why the 100 grand? Why the million? Why the 10 million? Why, 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 why? Because money for money's sake is pointless. We really wanted it to have flexibility, to be able to get up on a Monday when we wanted, to be able to travel when we wanted, to be able to have and build businesses that we wanted to build. That's the true meaning for wealth for me, freedom. Freedom is my, my biggest driver. Freedom of choice, flexibility, not being told what to do, 
not having someone control me. That was my biggest, that is my biggest value. Um, outside that, you've got to have a vision of, wow, what do I want my life to look like? What do I want to have? What house do I want to live in? What car do I want to drive? What holidays do I want to go on? Uh, what work do I want to do? You know, what, what charities do I want to contribute to? Who do I want to help? These types of things, right? What kind of person do I want to become? So the best way I can uh, help you with the vision part is to, it's really weird, but it works, is to do a vision board, a vision board. Or, you know, a, you know a, I would say a vision board, but you can do it on paper and hang it up in your, in, in your bathroom like what we do or on your back of your door. But having a vision of the things you want in your life will actually help you move towards them. Okay, there's a there's a there's a, a video out or or a book called The Secret. You may have heard of it, but it talks about the secret of being of of visioning what you want. And when you do that, it's really interesting. And this is talked about in the book called Think and Grow Rich, which is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, grab it. The audio book's really good too. And it's all about changing your thoughts, which then changes your feelings, which then change your actions, which changes your your results right? So if you aren't thinking of all these great things you're wanting to achieve, you won't feel anything to take action. If you don't feel anything to take action, you'll never take different direction or actions in your life than what you are now, and you'll never have a different outcome. You won't have any outcome. You know, you won't have a positive outcome of what you want. You'll just react, all right? You'll be on someone else's plan, someone else's vision. So I know it's a bit woo-woo, but what we've done over the last few years, every single year, We've written down our goals, and I know it's stupid and weird, but you write down your goals. I even wrote down, you know, I want to hit a million dollars, or we want to um, travel here or there, and we write down our goals. We write down our goals with being very specific with what we want. We only write down a few goals, nothing crazy. The big ones are the best. Um, So we write down a list of goals we want to achieve, personal goals, financial goals, relationship goals. Uh, and maybe contribution goals, those four quadrants, right? Or maybe even health. So we go health, financial, career, um, you know, adventure, contribution, maybe those five areas, right? So you write down big goals you want to achieve for the year, a 12-month goal, and we write them down, and we put an end date on them. We say, we want to achieve this by this date or sooner, all right? Some mentors of us taught us how to do that. They said, you've got to put a date or sooner so it tells the universe that you want to hit it by that date or sooner. And let me tell you, it works, all right? So I remember this one year, we wrote all these goals down. We had about 10 goals. We shared the goals, right? There's different things we want to achieve. We stuck it on the back of our door. And we called it our magic goals list. And every time we walk out of the house, we would see this goals list. And we walk out of the house. And because we saw it with the dates and stuff, it actually had an emotional impact on us. We, we felt it. And that dictated the course of our actions for the day when we left the house. And so every time we left the house, we were thinking these things and we're feeling these things and our activity would move us towards the, achieving those things, okay? But the other thing we've done is we've taken those and we've put them into a vision board. A vision board is where you take your goals and you you know, cut out pictures or you, you print out pictures and stick them on a board or, or on a piece of paper and it's it, it brings your vision to life. So like, for example, we've always got, we've got a vision board on the back of our door now. It sits there at the back of our door and on our bathroom mirror. Two places we look every day, we look on the bathroom mirror, and if we're leaving the house, we look at the back of the door. Okay, weird, I know, but it sits there. And on there is things like, um, you know, exotic travel destination, right? I think it's Bora Bora on there. And then there's uh, a white Range Rover on there. And then there's a a red Ferrari. And then there's uh, a big auditorium with us talking. And then there's uh, like a 
three three awards right on there as well for business there's um our team on there there's our family on there there's a family cruise on there there's a there's a first class ticket on there right a flight there's there's all these awesome pictures of this crazy cool life right and there's a big house on there so this is just about getting your juices flowing and just figuring out what the heck do I actually want my life to look like? Do I want to go on those cool trips? Do I want to achieve those awards? Do I want to have those cars? Do I want to have that stuff? Right now, life is not all about stuff, but when you get financial freedom, it becomes more about that because, well, you know what? Let's just go for a new goal, right? So our first goal was all about just being able to stay home. And our vision board was like that. It was always about these these freedom goals and stuff like that, right? But now it's become more about, well, let's go and get this. Now let's go and get that. You've always got to have goals. So what's interesting this year, I did this uh, reel on my Instagram. If you go and check it out, uh, reels on my Instagram, you'll see our vision board. I hold it up in one of the reels and I zoom out and bang, there's the white Range Rover we had on our vision board. Now I'm going to do a podcast episode on how and when to buy a car, by the way. So just that one is coming, um, which will help you guys a lot when it comes to making those decisions financially. But it's amazing because we went and got it. Now, all the other things that we have achieved, whether it be trips or business awards or um, or physical things like the car or, or or a cruise or whatever it is, they seemingly come true every year, which is weird because sometimes we forget we even put them on there and all of a sudden we're there, we're doing that thing. We're like, wow, this is on the vision board. It came true because it just allows you to dream. you know. And I think a lot of people have stopped dreaming. When it comes to wealth and money, you've got to be able to dream. You've got to cast a vision for yourself and your family, what you want it to be like, and you are allowed to dream. There's a great book called The Magic of Thinking Big, and I read it years ago, uh, and it's a great book. And what it talks about in the book is that it takes as much energy to think big than it does to think small. Same amount of energy. Why Why do so many people think small? Why do they put a cap on things? Why not just think bigger? You can have all those things. No one says you can't. But if you're not thinking them in the first place, there's no freaking way you're going to achieve them. Flat out. So you may, what's the worst that could happen? You, you, you dream up big dream, you don't hit it. So what? At least you're dreaming big. Who cares? Right? So that's what we're, we're all about that. So now what we do is we write down our goals every year and we put our vision board together and we put it up on the bathroom mirror on the back of the door. And we vision it. We think, okay, we're going to achieve this. We're going to achieve this. And in 12 months, you'll be so shocked as to what you can achieve. But you can only achieve what you can conceive. And that's from the book, Thinking Grow Rich. It says, what the mind can conceive, it can achieve. And I think Henry Ford said that. And it's so true. If you're not thinking great things, you can't feel great things. If you can't feel great things, then you can't act on those great things and achieve them. There's no results that back them up. So having this vision is so important and having a dream. And the dream ought to be, I would expect and hope to be, maybe more than just paying off your house. I know that's a big dream for a lot of Aussies, but that's more like a goal than a dream, okay? And uh, I think it's a wonderful goal, by the way. I think it's great. Everyone should have their home paid off, okay? But think bigger. Think even bigger. What are you wanting to really achieve? Why are you on this earth? Why do you want the million dollars? Why do you want the $10 million? You know, I caught up with a buddy the other day at um, the Sheraton here. We're just uh, catching up. And he's uh, got plenty of experience behind him. He used to be a business uh, advisor for Virgin, which is awesome. Anyway, he's a clever guy, and uh, we're chatting away. And he said, uh, "You know, what, what would happen? What would happen if you had the ten million dollars now, Lloyd? What would your life look like? What would you do?" And it was such a probing, great question. I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." 
because I got these goals of, you know, monetary value and so forth. But I was like, actually, I'm not, wow, let me have a think about that. And I asked him the same question. I said, what would you do if you had the 10 million now? And he actually went away and said, we caught up the next day and he goes, man, I've been thinking about that for 24 hours. <laughs> and it's a great question. What would you do right now if you had $10 million in the bank? And if you can answer that with fervor and passion and excitement of what it is you're talking about, then that's the thing. That's the vision. That's the dream. Go for it, right? Go for it. We were talking about like doing retreats and all sorts of cool stuff in Bali. Whatever it was, it was just like, it was really exciting to talk about. And so that's the type of thing you'd want to do with your life, with your work. You know, and, and quite often people say, you know, what should I do with my life? What should I, what should I do to achieve my dream? And I think one of the best things you can do with your work is do the type of work you would do if you weren't getting paid for it, right? But make sure you are getting paid for it, I suppose you could say. So I love to teach. It's my spiritual gift. It's what I love to do. It juices me up. It gets me thriving. I love it. I love, can't do enough of, of it, right? So being able to teach people about money, being able to teach people about business, being able to see them succeed at business or, or, or in their financial game is really, really uh, valuable to me. So I get to teach people how to do that, right? And do it myself um, and I get paid for that. And that's what I love about what I do now. So I would do it. I mean, I was doing it before without getting paid. <laughs> so I think it's, it's, it's a great position to start from. What would you do with your life if you weren't getting, if, if money was no object? So here's a good question. If money and time were of no object, what would you do with your life? And, 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 and having a think about that and thinking to yourself, what would I do? And then also thinking, what if I had 10 million, what would I do now, right? What would I do? What does it look like? And that will impart to you some sort of vision in your head. Get it on paper, write down your specific achievable goals with end dates or sooner on a piece of paper for this 12 months, okay? For the next 12 months. Then literally go and do a vision board. I know it seems weird and woo-woo, but do it and put it up on your bathroom mirror and put it on the back of your door. Because as you leave the house or look at it in the morning, it'll inspire you to go and take action towards achieving that vision. And that over time, along with the compound effect helping you, um, you will achieve it. But if you can never vision it, it can never be achieved. All right, so I hope that helps. There has to be a vision with your wealth. There has to be some goals with your wealth. Write the goals down, put the vision up and move forcefully towards it, all right? Otherwise, you'll be on the tail of it, tail end or, you know, you'll be part of someone else's dream and I don't want that for you. So I hope that's been helpful. Um, give us a subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a five-star review. That would be super helpful. I'll give you a shout out on my Instagram uh, for the five-star review. And of course, give us a shout out with the podcast on Instagram. If you're listening to this, tag me in it at Lloyd James Ross. I'd love to. I'd share it back on my feed. And uh, let's inspire some more people to take massive action, build a dream, build a vision, and go after it fervently towards their financial goals. All right, I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Money Grows on Trees podcast. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book, Money Grows on Trees, which you can find at LloydJRoss.com. Subscribe to the show on iTunes, leave a review, and feel free to reach out to Lloyd on Instagram at LloydJamesRoss. 